0: Where are you two going at this hour?
1: On a treasure hunt.
0: Oh, can I come? Only if you're ready to stare danger in the face. Put your manhood to the ultimate test and take... Pass. Four-finger
2: discount, dude.
3: Welcome to Four Finger Discount. This week, we are here to review Raging Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson in the Curse of the Flying Hellfish. Quite a mouthful. (sighs) Quite a mouthful. Uh, You
4: might prefer my shortened title, Dando. Hellfish? uh, No, The Art Locker. Okay. I do like that. Thank you. Is that your new name? That is my new name. I'm getting in there. I will accept that. Thank you. And how are you, by the way? It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen you. It's Well, how
3: how is your golf? It's been nice just doing nothing for a week.
4: Yeah, okay. Golf trip was excellent. I, um... Every time. Like, it, it was a weekend of debauchery, so it was a golf trip that followed on from a Bucks night, and it's just, I learned new body, I, I learned new limits for my body every year for your that body, this, that this trip happens. I thought you were going to say bodily functions. No, 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 the, the bodily functions. Room full of, of drunken men. <laughs> it's just, you know, new substances go into your body, new... New expressions come out. Um, I do have a quick shout out for Scott. So, a, l- a while back, we were running a, comp- not so much a competition, but it was a, who is the most remote listener. And ah, yeah, yeah. Scott, uh, this time last year, was a guy that I'd bumped into who was, at the time, had been listening to the podcast somewhere in the waters of Palau. He, I don't even know where that is. No, me either. Okay. I think I, It sounds like a long way away. It sounds, um, I want to say French Polynesia. Could I just be past why. Torquay, for all we know. <laughs> Um, Palau Oh hang on Palau is apparently A Middle Eastern Or Indian dish Of rice So perhaps It was not Palau And perhaps Autocorrect Has turned that Into something else As (laughs) I was taking the note But anyway He was somewhere Off the waters anyway He is now Somewhere in the high seas Off New Caledonia
3: I don't know What that is
4: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter But it's (laughs) uh, Anywhere If you're in International waters And you're listening To the show You win Speaking of
3: uh, listeners, we're going to be drawing out the winner of this month's prize draw tonight. Oh, excellent. That's always one of my favourite times of the month, when we get to give back to the people. Yes, the major prize is a 9-inch Devil Flanders vinyl figure, Mm -hmm. and the second prize is the Zap Brain Again pop vinyl figure. Excellent. Which would you prefer? Um, The Devil Flanders is great.
4: Yeah, Devil Flanders is going to have... I mean, it's the major prize. I can't say I prefer the minor (laughs) Devil Flanders definitely wins. So, uh, Raging Abe Simpson... I won't say the whole episode title. Has you think, Devil you think Flanders it? come with Forbidden Donut?
3: He doesn't, but okay. I feel like that's something supply, they play. Supply your own donut. Yeah. What did you think of the episode, Raging Abe Simpson?
4: Um, You know, it's a weird episode in that I really, really enjoyed it. It had been... Again, for whatever reason, this had been one that I hadn't seen for a few years. So, okay. I was kind of able to really just watch it from fresh... Um, I've seen this quite a bit But I,
3: like I said earlier In, in earlier episodes I try to avoid the ones That we're going to be reviewing soon So yeah. I get a bit of more Of a
4: fresh take on it Well now might be a good time To call out a review That we had on iTunes Saying that <laughs> They call themselves fans But they keep saying About how they haven't seen The episode in a long time What's the reason? I'm 30 years old <laughs> <laughs> I've watched I've watched probably Most of these episodes 50 times each I think I still classify. I've spent the last three fucking years of my life talking about the show. I can quote it I think I've done word. everything to say that I'm a fan. Yeah. I I branded my wife with the Simpsons tattoo in her sleep, on Look, her tongue. What did you give her in the end? It was a, um, a Wiggum. Wiggum yeah. on the tongue. Don't know why. <laughs> it just felt like... Ralph or uh, Wiggum's but, wife? No, it's um Ralph and Clancy looking at each other, and in the middle it's like a, an ugly-shaped vase. <laughs> Or whatever. The point is, I'm a fan of the show. Just because I haven't watched these episodes for a while, I've had a lot of the shit on. We actually We are... wrote a book. <laughs> that yeah. took time.
3: We actually are the highest rated Simpsons podcast on iTunes. That's so, exciting. if you are a fan of this show and you haven't given us a review, just take a couple of moments and please give us a five-star review. Tell us what you love about the show. If you don't mm-hmm. like the show, just don't do anything.
4: Yeah. If you don't like the show, why are you listening? Yeah. Just- <laughs> exactly. So, you were saying, back to the episode. Uh, yeah. So, what, what I found is that the best way to enjoy this episode is to treat it like a flight of fantasy. Because characters do stuff in this episode that is outside their normal character um, dynamic, I suppose. Like, Burns is tr- truly evil. It's not like just Burns hey, scheming. He, he blocked out the sun. Yeah, th- <laughs> he blocked out the sc- sun, fine. People lived in the dark for a while. He fucking kicked Bart into an underwater grave. I, actually, like,
3: it, r- it reminded me of with the, the Greyhound episode where he points the gun at Bart and Lisa.
4: Yeah. So he's done this before. That's he's pointing d- the gun. He didn't pull the trigger. Well, he, he he may have been pointed, about he, to. He he knew Bart could potentially he, die by doing this. He legitimately attempted murder here. I, like, I
3: noted, I was like, oh my, I don't think this will fly
4: anymore. <laughs> no, I think he can still fly, but it, but that Abe being super Abe and water skiing, um, man- managing at one point, if you look closely at that footage, to water ski despite having both hands off the rope as he's pulling himself up to it. Was he really He completely was? lets go of the rope at one point. And continues his forward momentum. I do I didn't which, say that. You know, okay. Call me Neil deGrasse Tyson, but <laughs> I'm here to tell you that that's not how <laughs> physics works. <laughs> but he, um, but like you, so you've set all of that aside, and it's a fantastic episode from start to finish. It's just that you couldn't then look at the next episode and go, but hang on, in grumbling. Jeez, if I can't say raging, if I can't say Roddy's ripping ribs, I'm not going to be able to say this episode <laughs> title. I, all I all I wrote was raging Abe Simpson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it, right. you, you can't be like, well, hang on, how's he frail? Because he was just doing that, or how's he doing this? Because a week ago he was frail. You've just got to take this episode as, you know, leave everything you know to be true at the door. Well, that's why I think this is a real defining
3: episode for Grandpa, and it's my favourite Grandpa story, is because. Up until this point, he's just been a grumbling old oath who's useless at everything. Like mm-hmm. I said, he's frail; he can't do anything right. He's always whining, making up stories. What this does is it shows him as an actual badass. He used to; be, he was the sergeant back in the war.
4: Yeah, jumping on live grenades—not yeah. uh, even live grenades, live like mortar shells. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Since then, though. Life has just broken him down. And because of what happened with the paintings, he wasn't allowed to tell anyone the truth about what happened back mm. in the day and that he was a natural sergeant, which is why he makes up all these stories, to, to make up for the fact that he can't tell the truth.
4: I'd not thought of it that way, actually. I kind of thought... I, I'm not disputing that. Yeah. I actually really liked that take on it. My take had just been... The old man who cried senile, like he still tells a bunch of crazy stories and he believes them to be true, but this one happened to be real. That said, yeah, the way you've put that does put the whole thing in a completely different perspective, which I enjoy.
3: Yeah, and that's why I think that him and Burns are such great foils for each other, perfect enemies, because, see, Grandpa back in the day was the strong sergeant. He was Mm -hmm. in charge. As I said, life has broken him down to the point where he's useless now. Burns has always been the whiny, sniveling sneak. Yeah. And he still is, but he's on top of life. Yeah, Burns' life of entitlement has not ceased. So you can understand why Grandpa would hate him even more.
4: Yeah, definitely. Bit
3: of jealousy, but also the fact that Burns Burns is just
4: an evil douchebag. who almost cost... He he saved Hitler. Well, yeah, that was a big move. (laughs) Mind you, I mean, it was 1944 when he was about to take that assassination shot, so there wasn't a lot of war left by that point. Would have been nice to, for Grandpa to claim that he killed Hitler. It would have been. Um, what's took, the... that, took that away from
3: him and not be able to save his brain. Yes, I also like the way that it builds throughout the episode to the point where Grandpa, he's still the frail old man up until the last say two minutes of the episode, where he finally it takes Burns potentially killing Bart for him to break and snap out of himself. Yeah. And become the real Grandpa Simpson. Yeah. The real Abe Simpson. I really like the way the episode built to that moment. And the action
4: is fantastic in that last five minutes. It's
3: really, really well directed. Smithers bailing on the ship? Yeah.
4: I don't know I don't know if you um, picked up on this, but actually Smithers bailing. Not only that not bailing, the, but for yeah, no, for, he for, does, for Burns. It does legitimately bail yeah, on. That, yeah. But the look Burns gives and the fact that it's a look that you don't even see his face in full. Like you only see a corner of his face because he's looking away from camera. But it's still perfectly done to be able to pick up on what that look is. that's, yeah. a, that's a fantastic the bit salute. of animation. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Speaking of the animation, so the director he said in the audio commentary that he had a lot more time to spend on this episode than others. He wasn't working on any others at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was able to focus on getting like, the lighting correct and yeah. what was the, the waves of the water and things like that. Yeah, Just yeah little yeah. touches that are he really also- great.
4: Also had some assistance from Brad Bird on this episode. Really? Yeah.
3: Speaking of Brad Bird, Incredibles 2 is fantastic.
4: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm um hopeful for this weekend. Certainly within the next week, I'll be seeing the Incredibles 2. Um But Brad Bird. That's just... all I need to know about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah.
3: if, if Brad Bird has anything to do with a
4: Simpsons episode, you know it's gonna be if great. If Brad Bird has anything to do with anything, yeah. it's gonna be good. Except maybe Tomorrowland, which was still good, but Wasn't not that, great. That the TV show, yeah? No, no? the not... George Clooney film. Oh,
3: was there a TV show to maybe not.
4: Well, it looked them up. I remember I
3: seeing ads for it, but I just always assumed it was a TV show.
4: Tomorrowland TV show? No, appears to be coming up. Uh, well, hang on. No, no? okay. <laughs> miles from Tomorrowland, but that's a Disney Junior, so that's I don't imagine. <laughs> don't imagine that. So that you. wasn't a great film. It wasn't a great just, film. It wasn't not, a bad not, film.
3: It was twenty-five possessions from Gary, Ebb as opposed to thirty-five. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's St- one still of those good, but not great.
4: It suffers because of what he's done before this.
3: What was your favorite moment from the episode?
4: My favourite moment, I, th- I think it's um because it's actually related very much to something that I did over the golf trip weekend. It's Burns smashing his cherry picket through Lisa's room by mistake when he's about to make his grand entrance. What did you do? I was flying my drone, taking some photos on the golf course, and I accidentally flew it into a tree. So... It was hovering, it was flicking leaves, I ran to where it was, and I could see this little pocket of where it was. Now, I don't know if you've ever flown a drone, but Mm -hmm. basically, left stick is up, down, and turn left and right. Mm -hmm. Right stick is back forward, and strafe left and right. I was a little tired, and I hadn't used it for a while. So, basically, what had happened is I really slowly navigated my way through this window of branches, and there's this little opening... Really, really slowly again. Got it out of there. My heart was absolutely racing because I thought, "Fuck house!" I was so shitty at myself for not paying attention to what height I was flying at to have put it in there. You don't know how damaged life. it is either. Yeah, so I'm panicked. It's expensive. It's relatively new, so I'm like, "Okay, get it out of that hole. Done. All right, it's safe. Get it on the ground." And I just go thinking down pull the left stick instead and just hit hard reverse and put it straight back into where it came from, but even harder. And then it got tangled up. So and fastened for years. <laughs> yeah. 15 metres off the ground, completely wrapped up amongst branches and stuff like that. Cue 15 minutes of us throwing half full water bottles at it to try and knock it out. You were letting them throw water bottles at it? I the only way you going to get it to out. I had to get it out. It was the only option I had. So you got it out? We did eventually. after. Damaged? Uh, A few no. scratches? Off, yeah, ding, slightly dinged, yeah. but flying fine. Um, I, uh, Massive thanks to Becca. This is one of those things that like, you know how good sportsmen are just good at everything? There's me, another bloke, and another bloke. They both used to be wicket keepers and I'm just averaging anyway. So we're throwing the bottle at this thing for like 10 minutes coming close but not quite hitting it Becker who is one of our club's best cricketers comes in three throws bang not only does he knock it out of the tree <laughs> catches he it. catches it on the way down <laughs> yeah. reminds me back when school camp when a ball gets stuck in the tree everyone starts
3: throwing shit yep. trying to get that ball out yep. and then those balls get stuck in get the tree get stuck in there as well yeah, yeah. I also got an X-Wing, one of those hover- hovering X-Wings, for bit, I don't know, about five years ago for Christmas. Yeah, okay. Straight out into a tree, all four wings,
4: <laughs> straight oh, off. Oh, it's awful.
3: Four wings, straight off.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so my one of the arms was slightly popped, but I was able to get it back in. But I am looking forward to getting the video footage of just yeah. a bottle <laughs> flying up at it <laughs> yeah. again and again. Alrighty, my favourite moment from the episode. Did you
3: say your favourite moment yet? You haven't said it. You said it. No, oh, I did. Oh, it was burns. Yeah, yeah. I like the ending, of course. The, mm. hey, fun boys, get a room. But I also love Grandpa shutting down Martin what are you cackling yeah. that fatty? Too much pie. That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was fantastic. It reminded me have you ever seen Major Pain? Uh, yeah, yeah, years ago. You know when the fat kid laugh, Which like, I guess means I'm not a fan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know when the fat kid laughs and he's like, a bleep, a bleep, a bleep. what are you laughing at, yeah, dog boy? Yeah, yeah. Got some candy in your pocket? <laughs> I See, so I wonder if Major Payne
4: would stand the test of time.
3: I watched it about six months ago and I still laughed. Okay. For what reasons you would have not stand the test no, of time? No, for that,
4: like, is it a kind of childish humour? Like, it appealed to me massively when I was 14. Am I still going to laugh at it at 30? I think it's just... Well, if you laugh at Grandpa laughing at Martin, you're still going to laugh at Major Payne. Yeah, okay. It's very, very similar. I do enjoy the... um. The little engine that could. Yeah. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. chugga chugga it. There are a few moments where you sort of cringe a bit, but yeah. m- majority of the time it's pretty Unloading really a clip into the closet. Yeah. if he in there? He ain't happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, those moments stick out in my head, and I know that I would still like that. I also love the eulogy. From... Uh, Major pain? No, 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 no. <laughs> in this, so, it's
3: Asa Phelps spent his entire life in Springfield, except for four years service in World War II and one high school day trip. <laughs> yes. He worked at the United Strut and Bracing Works as a Mulder's boy until he was
4: replaced by Mulder Maddox and then died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was great. I just, I just loved it. <laughs> uh, well, when there's only a couple people at a funeral, you don't need to gloss anything up.
3: Yeah. Now, my new name, I know it's the wrong war, but it's a war-based film.
4: Mm. So, I've got... Good morning, Abraham! Oh, no, that's fine. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, the listeners of our Patreon group uh, have also suggested some new names. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go through a couple of these. Gavin Lang. I mean, this is a long bow, but I enjoy it. Looty and the hel- and the Hellfish. Yeah. War is Hellfish from David Abbott Smith. I saw Stephanie went to your fallback, the old man and the hellfish. <laughs> the old man and the hellfish. <laughs> Saving Private Burns. <laughs> there was always going to be a Saving Private yeah, yep. something or other in there. Um, my, so I had Saving Private Burns, but my main problem with that is that they weren't trying to save him. So, even though he was a private. private they did save
3: him a couple of times, though.
4: Oh, yeah, but is that the crust, that's not the, crust that's of the not, story? No, no. Anyway, uh, David Mott, Hellfish Razor. And Lydia Burns, my Rollo, has th- gone a throwback to an earlier episode with One Fish, Two Fish, Hellfish, Blue Fish. I like it. So, thank you for all of the suggestions, and I'm sure we'll get more over the uh, hours to come. Yes. Um, it is one of my favourite times of the week where the listeners submit. Even if Even if your name doesn't get read out, we trust read them. me, yeah, we're reading them and we're enjoying them.
3: Yes. Trivia, I have three questions as per your request on the
4: last episode. How yep, many do good, you have? I have uh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick off. Um, what do I have? I had four. Whoops. Oh, well, you kick off then. Okay. Uh, where was the chilli cook-off? Wrong episode. No, there's a reference to a chilli cook-off. He won a chilli cook. Somebody won a Ah. chilli cook-off. No idea. Beaumont,
3: Texas. Beaumont, Texas. That's, I remember, Grandpa's story, correct? Yeah. Yeah. What type of spoon? An oatmeal spoon. Oatmeal spoon, (laughs) yes.
4: (laughs) It's a massive spoon, (laughs) too. you would feed a horse with that thing. When did Abe's story about the Kaiser begin? 19, Dickity 2? Correct. Yes. We had to say Dickety in those days because the Kaiser stole the word 20. Tickety,
3: highly dubious. <laughs> uh, how many people had Nelson's grandpa sent to their death?
4: Oh, 48?
3: 47. Damn. He says 46 and goes, oh, wait, no,
4: 47. Yeah, I knew. See, I knew that he corrected himself and 47 was the number in my head. So I was like, oh, was One 47 more. the corrected or was that the first? Yeah. Uh, what, what pattern was on Abe's boxer shorts? Stripes? Nope, red polka dots. Red polka dots, okay. And finally for me... What
3: would Sheldon Skinner do with all the money he would make from the paintings?
0: Oh,
4: yeah, something nerdy. Don't remember. Not quite nerdy. No? Okay. You could have chicken dinners three times a day. Chicken dinners three times a day. Yes, damn. No, not nerdy. I just would have imagined something nerdy. Uh, Okay, so my final one, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a question. It was just a cool little bit of trivia that I wrote down. Mm. Um, Did you notice where Abe was fighting, where it says uh, it had that little like time and place subtitle? Where he was fighting. Oh, During the um, flashback?
3: I know, just said World War II.
4: Yeah, so World War II, it was Ardennes in 1944. Now, yeah. Ardennes, um, the fighting along the Ardennes Front, was also known as the Battle of the Bulge, which did take place in 1944. I just thought it was a nice little nod of... they, they Getting put, time right. They could have put anywhere, or not put anything at all. It didn't really matter what they did, but the fact that, yeah, they got the time and place right was a very, very cool thing for history buffs. It was a touch of realism, yep.
3: Now, before we get into our review, Mitch... We have to talk about our good friends at Big Roddy's what?
4: Uh, Rowdy Rib Shack.
3: Rowdy Rib Shack. Is that what it's called this week? Big Roddy's Rippin'
4: Rib Shack. Brisbane's home of delicious barbecue, isn't it, Mitch? It is Brisbane's home of delicious barbecue and a nightmare for SEO because they change their name every week on yeah, this podcast. why would they do that? Yeah. I don't know. It's really hard to Google. But <laughs> Big Roddy's Rippin' Rib Shack. You got it. Yes. We're done. We'll have to <laughs> we we'll have to end the responses now. I've said <laughs> their name right.
3: Simpsons references throughout the store. <laughs> Try out the Hungry Horn. If you can finish it in under sixty minutes, you will get ten percent off for the rest of your life. Or if you're just a listener of the show, you can go there and say it's a secret. Should when they rename they the
4: Hungry Horn the murder, uh, murder Horn? Can I just throw that out there, Henry? I know you're listening. Isn't the Hungry Horn what was called in the Simpsons? Was it called the Murder Horn? Well, the, the Murder Horn was the mountain. Uh, no, it's called the Hungry. The Hungry Horn is a Simpsons reference. Mm, all right. Maybe they need to have a Murder Horn Sunday, like a mountain of ice cream. You need to make your way up, but. Make sure you go there and try that. It's delicious
3: barbecue. Mitch has not been there yet, but I have. My parents have been there.
4: The only reason I haven't been there yet is because I've not been to Queensland in some time. Yes, yeah. but you will go there very soon. Well, you it, not? Next time I am in Queensland, I will not leave the restaurant. That Ever. is how determined I am <laughs> and how 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 assured I am that it's going to be delicious. It is amazing. BigRoddySribs.com.
3: Make sure you check them out. Now, the original air date was April 28th, 1996, and the couch gag. No chalkboard gag again. The couch gag was at the family we were sitting on the couch. There's a drain. Home it mm-hmm. a plug, and they all fall down. Is that beer? The liquid? Look it looked brown to me.
4: I I assume that was just a play on what the carpet colour normally is. Carpet's not brown. Yeah, but it's a dark, darkish yeah. colour, yeah, isn't I guess it? guess
3: so. Kicks off with Grandparents Day at school. Did you ever have this at school? I never did. Bring your parents to grandparents to school day. Um, Had show and tell, but not grandparents' show and tell.
4: No, I don't even think I ever had Bring Your Parents to School Day. I don't think so either. Like, uh, I, I, maybe. I wonder if that's more of an American thing than an Australian thing. Because you do see uh, a few times like different movies, Thank You for Smoking has that, where it's like career day. What does your dad do? They come in and talk and that sort of thing. Okay. No, I'm not Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Boilermaker. Yeah. Um, but no, I never had anything like that. For me, the only correlation between grandparents and school was when I didn't go to school, I went to my grandparents. Yeah. The purpose of this is just to compare grandpa to other kids' grandpas, showing that he's yeah. embarrassing to Bart and He
3: yeah. tells bullshit stories. Exactly right. Because we've got... Uh, and he spits on the floor. Yeah, it's just <laughs> spitting here for a minute. Uh, Millhouse's grandparents got the RV. His house is like on wheels. He drives around the country. Yep. Nelson's grandpa. I love
4: that he shoots that down instantly. Yeah. Fall over in the shower. That thing's going to be become sorry, become your tomb. Van <laughs> Hooten, Van Hooten. <laughs> like instantly again. Abe just sees death everywhere. Yeah, true. Not just shutting it down. He's saying you're going to die. Yeah, because yeah, that's just the way he lives. he's, yeah. he's a fearful, frail old
3: man. Yeah. Nelson's uh, grandpa is the judge mm-hmm. who sentences people to death. Nelson's so proud of him. I love you, grandpa. <laughs> then grandpa interrupts. I love how he just shuts down Mrs. K. About time, nuthead! Smacks her on the head. (laughs)
4: Smacks her on the head with the oatmeal spoon. But he looks so
3: confident when he's up on the... uh, Because everyone else was standing there. He gets in the chair, he kicks back. What does
4: he do with his feet? Like, crack something. Oh, did he? I didn't pay a lot of attention to his feet.
3: But he's just, he's in the moment. He's like, all right, sit back, kids. I've got some stories for you. Yeah.
0: Now, my story begins in 19-dickety-two. We had to say dickety because the Kaiser had stolen our word 20. I chased that rascal to get it back but gave up after dickety six miles. (laughs) Dickety? Highly dubious. What are you cackling at, fatty? Too much pie, that's your problem. Now, I'd like to digress from my prepared remarks to discuss how I invented the turlet. Turlet? (laughs) Ha-ha! Stickering, I spent three years
4: on that turlet. Invented the turlet, it was guy, and then he claimed he turned cats and dogs against each other. Yes <laughs>
3: Basically, it just sets in the mistrust that Bart is not going to believe anything that Grandpa says, especially now.
4: so far, it's also a reinforcement of everything we have ever seen from Grandpa to this point as well.
3: The family then discussing over dinner what they should do with Grandpa.
4: Time to put him in a home where he can't Can't get get out. out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Homer's like, no, no, if you you ask me, old people have it pretty sweet. Yeah, pans up to your armpits. Yes, and then it cuts to Grandpa. This... Lyons sums up just how sad life must be in a retirement home. For some people, mm. where he says, maybe if I go to sleep for a few days, some good mail will build up. Yeah. like the, the highlight of his day is reading the junk mail. Reading. J- and it would be like that for some people. I'm sure it would be
4: for a few people, yeah. Like you, you're old and alone and you've got no one else to talk yeah. to and your family's over you. We have... <laughs> that's true. Well, we have the no junk mail sign on the front door. I mean, door. The, f- the family over me bit has already happened in my life, but... You know, so far, I'm still virile. What does Ash
3: do when that, no longer?
4: When the virility goes. Yeah. Uh, rabbit, I suppose. <laughs> so, we've got the, the
3: no junk mail sign on our front door, so we don't get junk mail. I enjoy reading junk mail from time to time, depending mm. on what it is. Do
4: you get junk mail anymore? Uh, yeah,
3: most of it goes straight in the bin, I'll be perfectly honest. Yeah? Um, you don't read the,
4: what, Hungry Jack's vouchers you
3: going to get this month?
4: I, no, I never get coupons. Really? Yeah, no, they don't make their way out to my house. Oh, well, that's what I'm talking about when I say junk mail, I mean like coupons. Oh, okay. No, I thought you meant like brochures of, you know... The homemaker sale down no, at no, no. Harvey Norman. <laughs> oh good. The Sheridan sheets yes. are fifteen percent off this week. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid you could get two whoppers for three dollars. Well, you were just that two whoppers for three dollars is pretty impressive. Yeah. You were just showing me the KFC Tower burger. For 1995, which yeah Which is currently on now. So, yep. the, the Tower Burger is back in Australia for KFC. You had it for dinner. Was it delicious? Oh, yeah. I've always loved the Tower okay. Burger. I want it to be a year-round thing. But what I did not realise is that the Tower Burger used to be two fillets, not one, with your hash brown, and it was $2.45. For, it's insane. It's too, you can't get chips for that. It's, it's
3: insanity. I think a large chips is like $2.50 now. Yeah. And, like you were saying, inflation. That's Inflation only,
4: that's... and probably a slightly better enforcement of chicken breeding standards in Australia have led to the Tower <laughs> Burger <laughs> being less chicken for... F- Four times as much. How can they take out a whole patty and no one realised it? Because you got you like no nah, no, nah, that's nah, always been one, has no, it? No, well in my lifetime I mean I never had it Why well, I say lifetime, I never had a tower burger when I was eight. Really? But the last I never had a, a super a super meal. The last when I was a kid. The last ten <laughs> years in. or so, I wanna say all of all of my adult KFC buying life has only been one fillet. Are you a zinger? Yeah. So Zinger Tower? Yes. What about the um the stacker? You would like that yeah, would You Yeah, I don't mind the stacker. But that, you've that's got to, two pieces of chicken. Yeah, you've got to be hungry for the stacker. I guess now that they've got the hash browns back, you could recreate your own yeah. tower by saying, throw an extra fillet in there, homeboy. Homeboy. Yeah. That's, that's how you order it, KFC. <laughs> Yo, Gilbert, you, where's the chicken? You call them all <laughs> homeboy. <laughs> I want to go in there and bring that ad up and then accuse them of overcharging. Do it. See, right here yeah. <laughs> $2.45, <laughs> homeboy.
3: <laughs> I give it to you purely because you said homeboy.
4: <laughs> Speaking of homeboy, be watching The Wire. Man, I fucking love that show. I saw the photo of Jet. Terrified. I'm, um, <laughs> yeah, I went, oh man, he must be like, uh, I'm guessing B just got his, just desserts in prison. Nah, <laughs> it was Wallace. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did I tell you about um, making a friend over The Wire at a party recently? Making a friend? No. Yeah, this I was, um, would this a few, uh, Poker night a few, this is very short, poker night a few weeks back. Mm. And, I don't even remember what, I was fairly drunk, but I was riffing some story about a detective and I needed to grab a name and I, I needed to grab a name and I just went, uh, detective McNulty. That was the first thing they came up with. And then a guy who wasn't even in the conversation from across the party just went, the fuck did I do? And I was like, (laughs) yes, we're friends forever. (laughs) I thought he was going to throw in a big nutty reference. Yeah, that would have worked as well. But what the fuck do I, did yeah. I do so much better? It's such a great show. If you
3: haven't seen The Wire, make sure you watch. I would love to do a Wire podcast. I'd love to just watch it on loop yeah. again and again and again. <laughs> it's so
4: great. I couldn't do it justice. The show is no, too good to it, do it a is. podcast. It, too, you need to
3: have like the cast doing it. Yeah. So, Grandpa gets the letter to say that Asa Phelps has died. Mm-hmm. The seventh hellfish is dead. I forgot to mention this at the start. The whole hellfish angle to this, the logo, everything about it, it adds a real unique, mysterious spin to it that makes mm. this episode stand out from any, from any other episode.
4: Yeah, it does. It's yeah, your secret society and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, it's like a
3: stonecutters kind of feel to it. Does have a little bit of stonecutters vibe. Yeah, but you're watching this for the first time. You're like, who the hell is Ace of Phelps? What's the hellfish? What's what's going on? Yeah,
4: it's a good mystery. Like it, yeah. the whole episode takes on almost a movie quality in that you know. Um, Three act structure in its most pure format, uh, the tension, uh, the drama, and the action escalates perfectly from start to finish. Everything is resolved neatly, but not yeah. hurriedly. It, it's a really great p- example of storytelling, possibly, possibly at their best. To be fair, like it's it's when super, you really break it down, super sharp. Yeah, it wastes no you time could,
3: getting into it either. He's getting assassinated in the first exactly, act. <laughs>
4: and not only that, you could watch this episode having never seen a Simpsons episode before mm. ever and everything about it would stand up there isn't a single joke that relies on you knowing something about the characters beforehand and you f- would find out everything you need to know about characteristics through the episode just by watching the first five minutes
3: what's great about it too is it doesn't rely on the Simpsons family either it's got Bart yeah, in no. there Yeah, yeah the Homer of- has his moments yeah
4: barely mentioned yeah
3: we're at the Ace of Phelps funeral I'm just going to play the eulogy
4: Asa Feltz spent his entire life in Springfield, except for 4 years' service in World War II and one high school day trip. He worked
0: at the United Strut and Bracing Works as a Moulders boy until he was replaced by a medic and died.
3: I love the, the key on a string. Yeah. <laughs> a really <laughs> long string. <Yes. laughs> and it's just the the nod. Like the, 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 is it Alf Clausen? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Clausen? Uh, no. I think so. The Clausen, Clausen, yeah. The, mute, the cue here, like the soundtrack is fantastic.
4: Yeah, it's so really good. Yep. And the sound effect, on, in a moment, like it comes later, but the sound effect on Abe's pants falling down. Can't you go five seconds without humiliating? Like, bang, bang. <laughs> How long was that? <laughs> yeah, no, fact <thank> that <laughs> he asked. <laughs> <laughs> I love a and, and great delivery from Burns as well here. Burns is really good in this episode. He's really, really funny with what he does. But yeah. That, um, you know, a deal is a deal. Smithers, I want that man killed. Yes. (laughs) I just had enough. (laughs) But they really play it up just how, I don't want to say useless,
3: but how, what's the word for Grandpa? He's not useless. He's pretty close to useless. He is. Yeah, they do play it up quite a bit. And sort of as a viewer, if you're watching this for the first time, you wouldn't believe his stories either.
4: No, of course even
3: not. The, even the World War II part, you wouldn't believe that was true unless Burns actually confirmed it. Yeah. So we come back from commercial and Burns is looking through the assassins. Mm-hmm. I love the way that Smithers closes the window, closes the curtains. Yeah. As he's flicking through and stuff, just everything about it, just the look of it, it's fantastic. Smith suggests let's just nature take its course. No, he hasn't got time for that. Yeah, he wants the money now. The
4: world's most devious assassin. Yeah, is who he goes with instead. In fact, it's in the photo of Grandpa. You get, well, yeah, I like the MB Marion and Barry. Now I looked that name up. Mary and Barry was he? Uh, what did he say? Mary and Barry, did you want another package or something along those lines? Mm-hmm. Um, so Marion Barry was a former district mayor of Columbia who, in the nineties, I think nineteen ninety itself, was jailed for six months for smoking crack, mm-hmm. uh, and I assume also importing crack. What year was this? That nineteen ninety. Okay. So I guess by the time this went to where, if you are in America or if you are in you know the right parts of the city, that it's a real it. It's still going to make sense. Yep, yep, yep. Whereas if it didn't for you, there it is unpacked. Is it peas that Grandpa's eating in the photo? Enjoy them, old man. There will be. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> But I love so the way He tries to kill him first By like sneaking in I love that Burns comes to watch Yeah That's pretty cool as well actually <laughs> But um, What does he put In place of the teeth? Isn't it
3: just some sort of poison? He just puts poison Into yeah. the water or something And he, he, he throws and then, Yeah He throws the teeth away
4: And puts the alarm clock in his mouth Yeah Yeah Wakes him up Panics Puts the alarm clock um, What is it He may be more smart Than I gave him credit for And Burns' face is just like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's So good So what's the next way He tries to kill him? The family here to see him and just even them, grandpa's too smart for yeah, it. Yeah, my family don't come to see me. <laughs> yes. and then knife flying at his head, Burns to rest as Marge. Holy shit, that's bloody. How great is that's it? That's a good tattoo to have.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that the the way the assassinations get less and less sort of perfect. As it or yeah. or what's the word? Well, the last conniving. one is
4: like you know the um something about uh it's a you know subtle game of chess and it's just a machine gun blasting the yes. shit out of everything.
3: There are many ways to kill a man. <laughs>
4: Is that me or is that you? <laughs> Just burst in
3: with the machine gun. It's so yeah. great. <laughs> but again, would that fly now? I don't think it would. You couldn't have a guy bursting in, trying to shoot people down in a retirement home.
4: Oh, I reckon you can in a retirement home. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. No, you can't. No, who's ever shot up a retirement no, home? It, 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 don't never, give them ideas. I'm <laughs> not giving him ideas. The Simpsons did. But the point, like you couldn't do it in a kindergarten, but I think you could do it in a retirement home. But the th- what my, my point was that though,
3: as sort of dark as it is, he's, he's bursting into retirement and firing bullets mm. everywhere. No one's actually killed, the, by the way. The, exactly. But the fact that it's so ridiculous, it takes you away from how dark it actually is. It's like, well, this is so absurd. Yeah. I'm not actually buying into this being real. Yeah, of course. Well, it's a
4: comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I when the nurse pulls the shotgun out, a little bit of a Termino- Terminator moment yeah. for me. Like, it reminded me of... Uh, well, I mean, the Chick Chick was Terminator, but it also just reminded me in general of the first Terminator movie... And the desk. I not remember much about the first one. So the desk where he first says, I'll be back, yes. the police station. Yep. It just looked vaguely similar. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go from there. We're back at the Simpsons house. Homer's got his finger stuck in a, finger, a Chinese finger trap. Has he? Yeah, I don't on, remember he's sitting that. on the couch. He's got oh, a yes, both of in course. a finger trap.
0: Ah, let me in! Someone's trying to kill me, sweet, merciful McGillicuddy! You gotta open the door! Who is it? It's Grandpa! And it sounds like he's gotten into the horseradish again. And then a knife flew at my head. And you were there. And you were there. Uh, Grandpa, maybe I should
1: moisten your washcloth.
0: It's plenty moist. Listen, Monty Burns is trying to kill me, and it's all because... of uh, um, I can't tell you what.
1: Well, I'm sure you'll make up something. Maybe you just need more of my classmates around.
0: I got a hole up here for a while. They might still be after me.
1: Wow, he's even more agitated than usual. Maybe we should let him stay. But where are we going to put him?
0: Room. Bart's room.
1: Bart's room? Bart's room. Dumpster.
3: And then it comes to the dumpster. Yeah, and Bart's disappointed. Just looking on forlornly. Yes. lonely. <laughs> Grandpa then... So he's been keeping his secret for all these years, mm. and now he's just decided. I guess he's is at his breaking point, isn't he? He needs to tell somebody. Well, he's about to be because killed. he's going to be killed for <laughs> yeah, it. He's yeah, he's got to let someone in on this. And what I liked about it is that he wants to tell Bart, nobody else. He chooses Bart to be the person yeah. to tell. Well, he is locked in a room with him as well. So Bart, yeah, but he's his only option. I think he sees Bart as the, he sees himself in Bart, the a younger version of him. Yeah, possibly. Bart's
4: the only one brave enough to take him on. Yeah, well, he does later say as much that he could have he could have made sergeant. Yeah, for the hellfish. Yep, yep. Plus his fourth grade education. Plus the fact he wanted to
3: prove to Bart that he wasn't as senile as Bart thinks. Mm. See, everyone else makes fun of Grandpa, but Bart seemed embarrassed and disappointed by him. Yeah, true. So he needed to prove that he wasn't who Bart thought he was. So he tells the
4: story of World War II. Wrinkly gibberish.
0: (laughs) I got this in the Second World War II. Back then, I was known as Sergeant Simpson... And I commanded the Flying Hellfish, the fartness squad in the fartness company in the third fartness battalion in the army. And we were all from Springfield. There was Police Chief Wiggum's father, Iggy Wiggum. Um, if anybody finds a grenade without a pin, that's mine. Our radial man, Sheldon Skinner.
3: All right, very funny. Well, I didn't join this service to make friends.
0: And watching our backs was Private 5th Class Ernie Gumbo. Uh. Then there was also Griff, Asa, Ox But every unit has a troublemaker. Ours was a cocky little private named Montgomery Burns. Uh. Haven't you won the war yet? Uh, Hey, you said you was dead. Yes, dead. Tired. But I'm quite refreshed now. Thank you.
4: I like the way in the telling of that story that the um, it's a really good joke uh, and a really good timing in the joke about how you get Wiggum's father, Skinner's father, and Barney Gumble's father, and it all drags on them, and then he just flies through the characters that relate to no one yes, that we know. Yeah, yeah. It was a very, it was just very funny the way that was done.
3: The only thing, so you just said they're Skinner's father, Skinner never went to war. So far he has. That's what I mean. So that so are you saying that the episode Hammett Ansarian ruined this
4: story? I'm saying I don't care. <laughs> but it
3: did ruin the story, but you don't care.
4: If you wanted to look at it that way, it could potentially have changed the past. Um, Tamzarian did go to war, didn't he? He was still there. But he
3: wasn't Skinner. Uh, he wasn't a Skinner. See, Sheldon Skinner was a takeoff of Principal Skinner, as we know him.
4: Yeah, okay, but Sheldon Skinner still went there. So, there could have been a Skinner at war that Abe thought was Skinner's father, but turned out not to be Skinner's father. Yeah, possibly. But looked the same as Tamsarian. Possibly. Because he got around. <laughs> So, I don't want to cast aspersions on the dead, but, I mean, clearly, Tamsarian Sr. was also taking the wrong name. Maybe he was Ox. Or, no, no, Tamsarian and Skinner, same father. He knocked up a, um, you know, he had a little bit of R&R, he went back to France, he knocked up a floozy. Tamzarian came from that bloodline, he came back home, he returned to his wife, he knocked her up as well. Martin Sheen, version of Skinner, came from that bloodline. Case closed. Done. <laughs> You go. You mentioned before about the telling of the story. What I love, Martin is- Shane version. Sorry, Martin Sheen version of Skinner looks less like Skinner slash Tanzarian because of a what's the word? It's right on the tip of my tongue. Right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Where are we giving away footy scores? <laughs> is that too obscure? That joke. West wing president Skinner. Uh, recessive gene. Us. okay. Yes, recessive genes caused the looks of the uh, the Skinner-slash-Tanzarian generation. Where, where were you when Mike Scully
3: was trying to explain to people the, the purpose of the episode?
4: Well, on hand, he just never called. Yes, that's true. Uh, was his phone-a-friend.
3: You mentioned before about the telling of the story. I love when Grandpa's talking about the jumping on the bomb, how excited he is telling the story. Yeah. He, it Boom,
4: just, it went. Yeah, it's been
3: <laughs> bottling up for all these decades, this yeah. story. Now he's finally able to tell somebody. He's just so excited. S- I Still, butt doesn't believe him, though. I did
4: really enjoy all of Burns in World War II. By the way, little help? Like is you in World War Two? Yeah, pretty much. You said you was dead, dead,
3: Dead tired. tired. (laughs) They've used that joke before on The Simpsons, have they? Mom and Dad, Bart's dead. Uh, I was dead serious though. Yeah, okay, but similar kind of gag. Yeah, but still, Bart doesn't believe him, even after all that. Mm.
1: Well, it's it's still just a story at that
3: point. It's no different. Yeah, I mean, he's got a tattoo to match it, but it's still only a story. He uh, still—it takes Mr. Burns bursting through the wall. Mm.
0: Don't kill me! I've tried to meet you halfway on this, Simpson, but you had to be little Johnny Livelet. Now, give me your key to the Hellfish Bonanza.
1: Oh, wow, there really is a treasure. Whatever you do, don't give him the key, Grandpa. Here's
0: the key. Oh,
1: figures. Hey, Mr. Burns! Can I go with you to get the treasure? I won't eat much, and I don't know the difference between right and wrong.
0: Oh, you're a good boy, but the child labor people have been watching me like a hawk. Well, I'm off to get paintings, as they say, time is Monet's. As you were, Sergeant. (laughs) Oh, terribly sorry. Back to sleep, little girl. Santa? Uh, I guess Burns is finally gonna be rich. Not without the keys, he isn't. Hey! You got the keys! Now we can get the treasure! Oh, what's the use? Burns would still find some way to take it from me.
1: Well, I can't believe you, Grandpa. The sergeant in that story you told would never be scared of a dork like Burns. You gotta get that treasure. You gotta do it for Ox and Asa and Griff and Bernsey. Well, not so much Bernsey.
0: You really think I can do it? Uh, Yes. But we gotta act fast.
3: There's one thing here. So, when Bart steals the keys from him, right, and he goes nut with that, the
4: keys he isn't. I feel like there's like a two second pause where nothing happens. Yeah, I did notice that. It was strange. It It was like when you go to a comedy movie and they've left a break for a laughter. Yeah. At a point, but it's like, no one laughed. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't a funny moment. Well,
3: it, 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 it was allowing for the... Yeah. the sound like the That score. moment, before yeah. Grandpa actually reacted, I just thought it was odd that Grandpa... Hey, you've got the keys. Yeah. It just seemed odd.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a um, just a strange delivery, strange cut, yeah, strange moment in general. But Lisa, Santa?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, they've got the keys now. So, they're going through the cemetery and they're walking up to the Hellfish grave. Really, are these paintings going to be worth that much money? Is all this worth it?
4: Um, Oh, yeah, of course they are. At one point he says it's a Botticelli. Like, millions of dollars. Okay.
3: <laughs> so, the only thing about this tomb that just seemed a bit ridiculous is, okay, so you put the keys in, it shows the light where the, where the uh, safe is with the paintings inside of it. Who put the paintings there? How did they not know where the paintings were?
4: That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, stonecutters? Maybe. They hired some stonecutters. <laughs> Trustworthy stonecutters. Um, I'm going to try to find out the price of an original Botticelli.
3: While you're doing that, I will say that I love the quote from Mr. Uh, from Grandpa here.
1: Hey, Grandpa, do you think your dead buddies get up and walk around at night?
0: If they're anything like me, they have to get up twice. Okay, hold up here. Fellas, it's me, Sarge. Addies. I know I'm bending the rules tonight, but I also know none of you wants that skunk Burns to take our treasure. And I want you to know that when I die, you're all welcome to visit me in rich man's heaven.
3: So the light shows that they're out in the water. A nice reveal here. You think it's going to be in the land. They're all excited. No, it's out in the middle of the water. They steal Flanders' boat. Flanders just being Flanders just allows them to do so. Hmm going to spend a night camping out in the dinghy. Is <laughs> family,
4: family always excited for stupid shit? Yeah. How much is that painting worth? I don't know. I can't find it anywhere, which is like the internet's version of if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yes. So what happens
3: then? Bart then runs through the rules. So it's... Oh, Grandpa does. 63 tugs if you're out of air, 64, 64 if you, if found, if the you there. found the treasure. 63, 64. Why? It doesn't matter. It's hilarious. <laughs> so then he goes diving. We haven't had Das bus yet, have we? So this is the first time I've seen the Simpsons diving underwater? Um uh, the first, underwater action sequence, yeah, very well, could be. Can't remember an underwater action. Se- no, it's not an action sequence, we've but we've had under sequence. the sea, our new life Which, under the yeah, sea, Yeah, but I don't think underwater Which, where it's in real time, sort of thing,
4: yeah, and and more re- like more realistically yeah. drawn underwater as well, yeah. 61,
0: 62, 63. Oh no! 63! He's out of air! I've sent my only grandson to a watery grave! 64! He found the right treasure! I'm rich! It's
3: a pretty great moment from Bart as well, doing this. Risking oh, his yeah. life, going down there, yeah. getting it all. I couldn't do it. I'm terrified of water. Oh, really? Especially when it's nighttime and he can't see the bottom. If I can't mm. see the bottom, I hate it. Right? I just have this fear. I don't know why. It's
4: just I have a fear if I can't see the bottom. Okay. I don't necessarily have that fear because I'm such a shit swimmer that honestly, five feet of water versus 10 feet of water makes no real difference to me. Yeah. <laughs> like if I, I mean, well, okay, five feet, I could stand up in it, but... I can swim. It's just a fear of not knowing what's there. Yeah. Okay. I feel like even if you can see the bottom, you don't necessarily know what's there. True. Because shit moves faster than you in yeah. the water. So even though you know what's there now, yeah, <laughs> you don't know what's behind you. But still, I don't know. I, I,
3: water at night Tom I think we've discussed this on the podcast mm. it's just scary shit yeah
4: i've i've spoken about like when waves are crashing at the beach and it's too dark to see the size of those waves it's pretty terrifying
3: yes yep true but anyway so Bart gets the paintings they pull them up they start going through them how great is this shot where the lights go out the flare the flare
4: yeah burns appearing
3: in the out du- of nowhere. in the red of the flare fuck that's great very cool great music score everything yeah. about it is just fantastic
0: Thank you to stop pinching my botticelli. <gasps> Looks like I didn't need the keys after all. I'll take the masterpieces, thank you. Don't concern it.
1: You coward! You're an embarrassment to the name Hellfish!
0: Who am I? No, look! Take the art if you want. Just don't hurt the boy! Hmm. I'd rather do both. <laughs> Too long, Sarge. See you with the reunion in November.
3: This is probably one of Mr. Burns' most evil moments. Arguably, as you said before, probably his most evil. No, definitely most evil. He He kills him. He actually planned to kill him.
0: Not
4: for the fact that... Bay For nothing as well. Yeah. There was
3: absolutely Absolutely no reason to do it. No. I guess to sort of stop them from chasing him as a distraction. Still, yeah, maybe that, but
4: still. It's a 10-year-old child. Yeah. You've just kicked a child into a locker into the ocean. Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. going to die. And you've... Chuffed off without him.
3: But then Grandpa gets his defining moment here. Where he the true
4: Abraham Simpson comes out. Yeah, like the Hellfish returns to yeah. the old man. It's very, very heroic. The music heroic. changes. It's really cool. And they managed to make it very funny the whole way through as yeah. well, which is the key to any action sequence when you're doing a comedy. Like, they bust, break the tension up by Bart refusing to take <laughs> the oxygen um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, whatever the oxygen thing's called. Yeah, it's been in Grandpa's mouth and doesn't want to put regulator, it in his own. The, yeah. re- the regulator, um, really funny, and then just gets shoved into him anyway. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned before, Smithers jettison something. Uh, like, no, sorry, Smithers saying we'll have to jettison something, and Burns just Nothing. look, yeah, wordless look, <laughs> and then, yeah, I know what I need to do. <laughs> yes. So they get back, so he rescues Bart,
3: and Bart's like, we have to go get the fortune. Grandpa's like, no, no, all that's man- all that matters is that you're safe. Now let's go get that fortune. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the moment of him shooting the well, Smithers bailing shooting the yep. spear into the boat Grandpa is an absolute badass here pulling the rope getting himself onto the boat but it's the shot where he's like about to have a wrestling match hmm. once he gets onto the boat Yep, and Burns knows he's fucked by that point yeah
4: because Burns is more frail <laughs> yes he might be confident and he might have more at his disposal yep. but he's not going to win a fight with anybody Yep, the boat crashes they're rolling
3: around on the sand I love Harry's whimper here from Burns Ooh, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, don't kill me
0: don't kill me. I ain't gonna kill you. That'd be cowardly. Monty Burns cowardly. I just wanna watch you squirm. Yes, sir. Is this to your liking? No. Now, Burnsy, there's one thing we don't stand for in the Hellfish, and that's trying to kill your commanding officer. So consider this your dishonorable discharge. You're out of my unit. You're out of the tontine, and that means the paintings are mine. Private, you are dismissed.
3: Now, when I was younger, I always thought, why didn't he just kick Burns out from the beginning Mm -hmm. in order to get the paintings? But no, Burns had to try to kill him. Well, yeah, they made a tontine. But but couldn't he have done that once Burns tried to assassinate him? Yes, I think in theory he could have. I've got to stop breaking down this episode. But he hadn't actually had a chance to speak to him by that point. Because there was always a gun pointed at him. Yeah. Could have done it when he burst in through the wall with a chair, picker.
4: Yeah. I mean, a bigger question is, would Burns really go along with that anyway? Uh, would he just try and kill him? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter, because yeah, before he had a chance to do that, the government rocks up, don't they? They do. To, in order to prevent an international incident with Berlin.
3: Baron von Wurzenberger, on behalf of the American people, I apologize for...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Chanel meet Art art things, huh? I must get back to Dan Centrum in Stuttgart in time to see Kraftwerk. Hey, Undumkov, watch out for the CD changer in my trunk, huh? Idiot.
3: Now, he mentions the CD changer here. That's really dated, but I, it, I just don't know. I, uh, I love it when The Simpsons has dated things like back that. Back in the day, You can't, we, you can't change f- dated technology. The
4: first time you could get more than one CD in a car. Six CD changer, oh, man. mate. Holy shit. Life changing. Road <laughs> <That laughs> incredible. Road trips were excellent. You have like No six, more fumbling around with the glove box. Six 100% hit
3: CDs in there. Yeah. You're set.
4: Yeah. Amazing. For 10 minutes before you hate yourself for listening yeah. to that music.
3: <laughs> Grandpa's just happy that he got to prove that he isn't the useless old man that Bart originally thought he was mm-hmm. and he's going to give him a hug and he says, I don't want to embarrass you. I'm not embarrassed that people know I love my grandpa. Hey, fun boys, get a room. Yeah. So great. Yeah. <laughs> but what the final touch is Bart's eyes opening up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can just feel his embarrassment just by his eyes opening up. Yeah. <laughs> So, all in all, it's a, a, a great episode. It's very unique. It's got that real sort of Stonecutters' Home of the Great vibe to it, where it just stands out above the rest because of the hellfish.
4: Yeah, episode. and it's a thing that, like, you know, as I said, you've just got to accept this as its own episode that doesn't yeah. impact anything that came before or after. But it's not the thing is about it, though. Like, it doesn't change anything from the past, it's not unrealistic. Uh, this Gra- wh- Grandpa's
3: been keeping this story for this entire time.
4: Yeah, except for the fact that next time you see Grandpa, he's going to be a doddering old fool. Yeah, again. it's going to go
3: back to being the old yeah. fool again. That's true.
4: So it is. A, I guess it is a one
3: and done. But still, yeah. it doesn't. And no one it ever, doesn't change things. No just one brings
4: up the time that Burns tried to kill Bart ever again.
3: But the, the, later in um, later seasons, though, they sort of changed history to suit the story. Yeah. Nothing's changed for this. It's just it, It's never mentioned again. Yeah. But a lot of things happen in the Simpsons now where stuff happens where they don't. Yeah, mention no. It ag-
4: and which I don't. Again, I clearly don't have a problem. with. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, I learned that you can never have an oatmeal spoon that is too big. That is true. I've learned to never piss off a nurse at a retirement home. <laughs> you never know what they're packing.
3: Yes. Jabail! <laughs> Jabail is here! Ooh. Mailbag time. What do you got for us this week, Mitch? Um. Should we kick off with the draw? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right.
4: Dando, the winner. Well, shall we draw second prize first? Let's do second prize first. All right, hang All on. Right. I'll get the draw for you. Hang on, hang on. Let me reach into the sorting hat. I'm pulling out a card. The card has a name. The card is is actually a piece of paper, but anyway. uh, This goes to Justin Andrade. Justin Andrade. Andrade. A-N-D-R-A-D-E. Andrade. Andrade. Justin from Ontario, Canada. So, Justin, please um, get a message or an email through to us. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com. .au. .au. And thank, thank you for you. your support too. Yeah, thank you very much for that. So you are winning the, what did we say it was? The Pop Vinyl. Zap brannigan Zap brannigan Pop Vinyl pop figure. Pop Vinyl, which is uh, super exciting. You it is. You will really enjoy it. You will indeed. Uh, I'm now going to have the delight of drawing out one more time from mm-hmm. the bag. And for the big kahunas this month, Valued at $100, this vinyl figure. Is it really? $100. It's Mitchell Grinter. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, it is Mika Lowe. Mika Lowe? From New South Wales somewhere. Sydney. Um, Sid, uh, I, Sydney? Well, I mean, everywhere in New South Wales yeah. is Sydney. When you're from outside of New South Wales, it's like when you're in Bali and you're from Geelong. Where are you from, Melbourne? Oh, Nicholas. Oh, you're from London. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Mika. And again, thank you very, very much for your support. Yes. Um. It's just a, a way that we try to give back to you guys. Yeah. So, thank you again. Like we really, really, really do appreciate the support. Um, Anything that we do, like we've had a, a couple people have been like, oh, you know, you're only doing things so you can get subscribers. It's more that, no, we have people helping out on Patreon and we're trying to justify the fact that they're giving us money by yeah. giving them more content back. Because we were giving them nothing, really, for, for a Quite while. a while. Yeah. yeah. It was easier. It was much more fun. Yeah. I actually preferred that method. Yeah. <laughs> Now we've got the Futuron podcast. You do, I thought, you, you I thought move- before we had a good business model. Yes, I did nothing, and occasionally I got money. <laughs> yeah. And it was really working well for me. Now you're making me do things, and I still occasionally get money. You're getting a little bit more, though. A yeah. fraction.
3: The Movie Guys podcast is fun, though, isn't it?
4: It is. I feel like that needs to not be behind a paywall. So yeah. yeah. That needs to be um, let loose on the world. Yeah, it's going to be. Particularly because surely I can ride guys coattails to interview people maybe like he got to talk to Henry Cavill recently I want to talk and to Henry like, and Cavill. it's no big deal to him is it <laughs> no and I mean I would play it off like it was no big deal it would be like I'd be the Lisa thing it would be like I was like it's no big deal but it was such a big deal yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the Movie Guys podcast future on podcast plenty of other podcasts I, I cannot wait for Mission Impossible 6 whatever it's going to be called Henry Cavill's moustache and his arms just are going <laughs> and his to be... arms have you seen the trailer where he, he loads his arms <laughs> there's a moment where he's about to throw down with uh, Ethan Hunt and there's a it, it's like his arms are a shotgun and he, he it's just like shaking the kinks out of the shoulders but it looks like he's pumping them to get them ready <laughs> I'll find the clip.
3: Patreon.com slash 4 this game. You want to get access to those podcasts. Now,
4: Mitch, what have we got in the mailbag this week? Uh, Drew Pollock writes in from Sherbrooke, from Iron Sherbrooke in Quebec, Canada. Last week, we read a letter from a guy named David David and said we couldn't believe that was his actual name. Made him think of a guy he went to school who was named Michael Michaels. Okay. Uh, he was always talking about changing his name. His question for us is, if we were to change our name... Yes. In order to impress people, a la Max Power or Chesty LaRue, what would your name be? Oh, you're gonna think about it. You can't think off the top of your head. It's gotta be something. Well, you don't have a another name already to go with? Is Jock a dicky name? I don't know many jocks. Yeah. I mean Jock Mc Jock I Don't ask me Jack why. McHale.
3: When we used to have fake wrestling matches when I was when I was a kid, mm. I used to always call myself Jock Stevens. I don't know why. That was <laughs> the alter ego. Jock Stevens. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's a pretty cool name. Yeah. I was actually considering have you ever seen the ESPN ad where um, it's Michael Jordan, like a white guy named Michael you, Jordan.
3: No, no, I haven't. No, I oh, thinking. yes, I have. Yes, I have seen that. Of course, yeah.
4: It actually, This would actually be cool if we can insert the audio so people know what I'm actually yeah, talking yeah. about. Mm. The trouble is, when you search ESPN Michael Jordan now, you get a whole bunch of people trying to say that LeBron James is a better basketballer, and I will not watch that. Um, so I part of me, I ran the idea of like, I don't know, Neil Armstrong? <laughs> would be a kind of a... What's your name? Neil Armstrong. yeah. <laughs> um, Charlie Sheen. Like, just... I'd like to make a booking, please. What's the name? Charlie Sheen. Oh, my God, Mr. Sheen. This way. No, I think you would get... You yeah, walk sure. into the restaurant and then suddenly the, like, the waiter just clicks his fingers and all of the free champagne disappears.
3: I think the immediate response would be that it's not legit. If you're making a booking under Charlie Sheen, they're going to go, well, this isn't real. Yeah, true. Um, The guy
4: uh, who wrote in... From Quebec, Canada. From uh, Drew, Drew Polly. So, Drew had mentioned object to a, Mac, uh, a la Mac, Max Power, what sort of TV app- or what sort of home appliance... Ah. Would the name be after so Neville Breville. It's <laughs> Neville Breville. I was going to say if I was so I, if I was going to name myself after an appliance, Phil Dyson, Phil short for Phillips TV. Okay, yes, Dyson. Cool. I think Phil Dyson would be a pretty cool yeah. It fits. I mean, is it a cool name or is, is it, is it a, I, an accountant's Phil name? Phil Di- Dyson is it an accountant. I was, was about to say it's an yeah. accountant's name, but I feel like it could also be an accountant lit- by day, though, yeah. motherfucker by night. Yeah, 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 suck your shit. Why <laughs> I'm just say so. <laughs> accountant by accountant by day a male prostitute by <laughs> night <laughs> Next question <laughs> um, oh, it took a turn <laughs> Alex Alexander Cato writes in uh, Dando yes he wants you to be aware uh, and I'm sure you already are that the WWE is coming to Australia mm. for a super show at the MCG. I'll throw it out there. I will be involved in at least two pre-sale events. Do you want me to try and get you a ticket? Listen or you? This is me asking you. Well, I my work is going to be... I can't say too much, but okay. I will probably be getting free tickets. Okay, excellent. Well, fine then. <laughs> um, his question, he's a movie buff uh, and always thinking of different ideas that could be made into movies. Yep. He would like to know which Simpsons subplot do you think could be turned into a feature-length film subplot yeah so and now he's gone with nightmare kitchen which technically is oh, that's a Treehouse tree of horror episode but you know close enough it's a he's trying to turn a 10 minute bit into a movie long sig uh
3: seg- uncle most family ah fi- oh, not really I or- do, I, I've, it's always been one of my favorite side plots but mm. it's not really a movie like most family feedback um the pin pals is the main story isn't it
4: um
3: yeah is it it, it, it is to... It's the main story to the clothing. Mm. The uniforms at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a pin pals story could be a movie.
4: Yeah. Um, we drag out a bit. The clothing episode itself could almost be a movie. Almost like a Dead poet Society type thing where you have this school crack down on kids' expressionality and then... They you know learn to actually break free <laughs> from the cycle. And revolt and at the end, yeah. yeah. Apologies for coughing, by the way. I've had a throat <laughs> infection, and I'm pretty, sucking too much sheep. Proud. Dry. I have not <laughs> coughed until this point in a microphone. Um, if I was to throw one out myself, I'd like to see Mo like Animal Smuggler. Hmm. For sure. Mm. Numerous subplots. Not yeah. even subplots. Just sight. Just Just, gags. just sight moments. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. One more question from the mailbag, and okay. then I have a story to tell you from my weekend That okay. uh, it's going to be a little bit of a bleep fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here we go. This is. Can we end with a real-life story? Why not? Real-life Simpson story. Um, this has been sent to us from John Klee. Uh, this is from sportbible.com. Peru fan puts on 3.9 stone to qualify for handicapped World Cup tickets. Wait, say that again? A, a man from Peru, yeah. or a, a Peru Peruvian fan, Peru? fan uh, put on three point nine stone. Yeah. What is that in kilos? I feel like that's quite a bit. No, it's two point two stone to a kilo. Y- are you sure you're not thinking? Oh of no, pounds? I'm thinking of pounds. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> twenty four, nearly twenty five kilos. Yeah, uh, in order to qualify for handicapped World Cup tickets, the guy's twenty four years old. He's from Lima. Hmm. The only tickets that were left on the FIFA website were for disabled people. He looked at the requirements, either being in a wheelchair, something specific for women, and something and suffering from morbid obesity. Uh, so he had to be over 35 on the body mass index. He was at 30, did the maths, needed to put on 25 kilos. <laughs> well played. You know, yeah. whatever you've got to do to get into the game. Jesus Christ. I wonder if it's like a weigh-in, like at the game they take him in it's like his stomach's p- just on the rack. Yeah, actually, the, the way in prior to a kilos. boxing match. He's got to go in there in his underwear yeah. before he can get access. There's a weigh station a weigh bridge at the ground. Is it true Jeff Horn had to like go have a shower for an hour to lose weight or something? Yeah apparently he dropped like half a kilo in forty minutes How or something. How do you do that? I don't know what they do. Like I you went and had a shower. What? I think What did he do in the shower?
2: Just...
4: <laughs> I don't mean, explain anything. <laughs> the only Things that I could think of were shit, vomit, piss. Haircut? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Wax? Yeah, wax everything. Lose a testicle. Throat, yeah. Sing it in the throat. Just took one out. Oh, yeah. Anyway. That was have a nice one in the mailbag. Have I got any organs I don't need? <laughs> I think I've still got a pancreas floating around in there. Thanks for the stories and questions, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, now... Uh, we'll, oh, your story. My story. We'll end the podcast on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was away... Uh, in Echuca over the Mm. you know for the last week and it timed out well because our 22 short films review went to where short short stories uh, went to where yeah which had already been done but when I was down there I learned a few things as I said about myself Dando now the name here needs to be beeped Mm. but I'm going to tell you so you can react I learned firstly that I wouldn't recognize uh, well actually so let's what I will say I shared some time with a fairly high-profile Essendon Football Club recruit. Not Jake Stringer. I don't want Jake to be implicated. <laughs> He's been through enough this season as it is. Um, well, so There's the, only two others. So what I learned... <laughs> yeah, but it could be any one of those two. So what I learned about myself is that I would not recognise <laughs> if I was playing cards next to him for two hours and he literally sat down, shook my sa- hand and said, Hi, I'm because <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Yeah. And I went, yeah, Mitch, <laughs> You no know, drivers, and then like I couldn't figure out why people kept talking about Essendon. They're like, Harps, you're an Essendon fan, aren't you?" I'm like, oh, "Fuck, who cares? they have <laughs> p- got, th- they've got the buy this week. <laughs> like, why, why is Essendon being spoken about?" Yeah. So that was number one thing that I learned. Number two thing that I learned is that is a fuckhead, like such a knob. It it's so basically a question was put to him of why did you choose Essendon over Club Y. And the answer that he gave was, well, Club Y offered $450,000, whereas this club offered $600,000. And my mate went, oh, okay, so you went for the money. Like, yeah, just yeah. Club, that's fine. They offered you more Most money. Any normal person. You went would. for the money. Yeah. And holy shit, did that just make him explode? This, uh, suddenly it was, well, 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 I don't know what you do, mate, but what would you do? do you want to earn 50000 or do you want to earn $150,000? And like, out of his chair, toe to toe, ready to throw down over being accused of having followed the money. But you did. Exactly. <laughs> it's, ex- it's exactly what you just said. So anyway, there were the things that I learned. I also learned that said player decided that, you know, when injured, drinking and playing cards till two or three in the morning in a Chuka was probably the best way to get over an injury. You would assume so. Yeah. And probably not worth the money that he's getting paid. Possibly not. <laughs> but hey. Kudos to you Essendon. Kudos. More than happy to tell us how much <laughs> money he was earning every time he bet. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was like I've met many AFL footballers. Well, many, probably met five. Enough. Yeah, they've always been all the ones that I'd met had been very cool, very humble. The sort. Let's just say that this is not the sort of guy who, when he retires, is going to go back to his home club to you know spend some time with the kids. Anyway, um, so listeners can join in the dots if they want to. I think I've done enough To keep myself uh, Well you've narrowed it
3: down To two people So you've done a great job Of keeping it pretty uh...
4: Uh, <laughs> Two people is not one
3: <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoyed our review Of Raging I'm, gonna... I'm not going to look at the title I'm going to try and remember Raging Abe Simpson And his grumbling grandson In The Curse of the Flying
4: Hellfish Is it in? I think so I think you've done pretty well Let me check Let me check In! Yes! I was Boom. correct Nailed it Turns out you are a fan <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What was, uh, what was the guy's name that gave us that review on iTunes? I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. All
3: right. <laughs> you said, I don't give a shit about it. Now you want to look it up because it bothers
4: you. I can, look, I can live with it. I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm just... It was just a case of I'm just saying, wondering how hard they. I-
3: they say they're fans, but they reckon they haven't seen the episodes in years. They only do the show for the money now. Um, We're
4: not making money off this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking free show no, 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 They say that
3: they, if They're they doing it for the fans And why are they doing Other shows And making us pay for
4: it Blah 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 I'm not making you pay no. for it If you don't want to listen To the other show Don't <laughs> listen to the other show <laughs> Sweet Christmas <laughs> uh, Sorry I've been watching Luke Cage of late
3: <laughs> And I've worked Sweet Christmas Into my vernacular Hope you enjoyed The review guys Next week we are going To be reviewing Pooh about nothing Ooh. Now, that honestly is an episode that I reckon I've seen less than five times in my entire life. That's not one that used to get played on TV very often. It doesn't often. come back very often. No. Because it's...
4: Uh, Controver- uh, not controversial. No, not controversial. But if I could be frank, it's an episode about a mi- uh, about a minority. And that is not... For, traditionally would not have played well. Yeah. And probably not have rated as high. I'm really looking forward to the review. Me too. Do you want to get Guy on for the review? Ah, uh, Guy's busy. <laughs> 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 Alright, Mitch. Any final words for the listeners? No, I'm not Superman. I'm just a podcaster. Shh.